What up, Buzz? You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong, history. And we good on that, put Jill on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap, bulls on tap. Our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy, it's slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news, go and subscribe. Hang out with Buzzy and Goose, tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, and we're here after a Bulls almost win. They brought to overtime. It was an almost win. That means it was a good night because I, I'm Team Tank. If, if you aren't, this is not the show for you, apparently. Um, before we get into this one, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for our Chicago sports literature and podcast needs. Following us on X, Twitter, whatever you call it, at Goose on Tap, at Buzz on Tap, and on Tap Sportsnet, at Bulls on Tap. Please go to the YouTube, subscribe to it, and then follow that Twitter page for Bulls on Tap because we're almost to 2K, and that would be great. Um, there's a bunch of other things I should be saying here, but I, I don't want to. Goose, I haven't seen you since Wednesday. We strung off some victories. The Bulls were on a four-game winning streak. All was looking fine and dandy. All was looking well. A lot of shit being talked about the Billy Donovan uh, haters are quiet. Uh, a lot of shit being talked to the Zach Levine truthers. What have you made out of this this little win streak that was made and then tonight's uh, almost win over the Bucks to come back to force overtime? I mean, obviously, we, we skipped the Spurs game. The Bulls had a nice little hiatus uh, in between uh, that victory and tonight's almost win, as you called it. Um, I'm not reading nearly that much into it. Um, obviously, we touched on the removal of the game. Um Obviously, we've all touched on and known, um, you know, Zach's flaws. And I don't think those are what really factored into this season um, as a whole. I think it was just his approach, the fact that he wanted out of here, that situation, that looming over the team, um, and just simply not being on the same page, not having the same goal. Um, I think that was the issue. I don't think Zach not playing is making the Bulls a better team. I don't think um, it's addition by subtraction. Uh, oh, I do. A talent available. Well, more power to you, buddy. Um, <laughs> but I also don't think that this four-game win streak of uh, absolves Billy of all his questionable coaching either. Um, does it maybe point to the fact that Billy and Zach's rift in their issue might have been greater? Um, then, you know, most people assumed from that benching over a year ago, um, that just never seemed to, uh, you know, fix itself. Um, could, could that point to a greater issue there too? Uh, that Billy looks a little bit better right now. Yeah. But you played the Spurs who lost 17 games in a row and that's where you got your fourth win in a row. So no, I'm not, I'm not going to read too much into this. Um, the Lakers won the play in tournament. Um, 
So, you know, that, that great happened. game, by the way. Yeah. But, um, you know, so no, I'm not reading too much into this. Um, well, listen, man, listen. So we would all admit here that the offense looks better, right? Yeah, well, I mean, simply, yeah, we don't. I, and this is what people, like, people refuse to answer this question online. That's why I try, like, not to post so much, you know, because people, I'm sorry, people are fucking stupid and they don't want to answer the actual question. They just want to, they want to go, well, but this is why. So are they playing better? Yes or no? Yes, right? Okay. So this is where, this is where my thing with Billy comes in now. I'm not saying that, and you know, I've always kept the same stance on Billy Donovan, watch him at Florida, you know, watch him come into OKC and do his thing little bit over there then you know saw how that rift went that he comes over to the bulls i think he's a fine coach i think he, he runs a pretty good pace and space type system with usually a, a small ball lineup was, i think he was a better coach than i thought we were gonna get well right yeah and, and that's and that's uh you've always kept that though you've always said that from day one you've always been that way you're very level-headed on billy so which is good um, where I say the haters are quiet now is because I am not only did we watch Patrick Beverly kind of disgustingly gush over Billy Donovan um, on more than one occasion. Uh, we're now starting to see the winner lose here. You're starting to see the players play harder. There's an extra pep in the step. There, there, there's a bunch of other things. If you're going to sit here and tell me that you not just you, but anybody involved in the conversation itself. If you're going to say that, oh, well, I don't know if it has a lot to do with Billy. I think it has a lot to do with them being more invested into Billy than they were their own teammate, Zach Levine. And whether, again, whether it's win or lose or not, I'm not saying they don't like Zach. I'm not saying anything like that. But for one guy to be so detrimental to the team. Zach didn't travel. This game is in Milwaukee. Zach's there. He was there? He was on the bench. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, he's the, clapping. Okay, the Milwaukee broadcast said that he didn't even travel. Yeah, no, he's on. I saw him less hop, dude. I might have been tweaking. I don't no, think I was. Probably, but I'm pretty probably, sure I saw him on the bench. Probably but, right. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of – that's where I'm kind of at with the whole Billy thing. But you, here's a good thing from, from Zach being out right now. I, I do want to focus on the good instead of just the shit talking that I like to do. We have gotten to see Kobe White. And we've seen this before from Kobe. Okay, he has some hot streaks and stuff like that. But this is one that is him from separating this hot streak from the others. A little bit of consistency mixed with a little bit of winning, mixed with a little bit of being the kind of number one B guy uh, to Demar's one A. To at least tonight, it was that way. In other games, you could argue that he was the one A. Um, well, I'm really happy. On Twitter upset that Kobe wasn't more one A down the stretch of this game. Well, yeah, and that was very annoying. I don't know how that really happened, but I'm wondering. Kobe was also kind of getting clamped. It's a couple of times Dame actually started playing a little bit of defense. Yes, everybody, these guys can actually play defense. If the playing tournament didn't teach you that, I don't know what to say. Um, you know, it's just Kobe kind of had a hard time getting it going in that overtime. That, that, that wasn't really there for him. But up until that point, though, Goose, 12 for 20, 33 points, six boards, four assists, Two turnovers for Kobe White. The Bulls only had six turnovers tonight. Forced 11 oh, yeah, Milwaukee yeah. turnovers. Whether you're team tank or team uh, try hard, this was a fantastic game. Obviously, uh, a loss is a loss. Um, but in terms of visual, it, it was entertaining to watch. Um, <laughs> I was invested most of the game. And Kobe's success is something that I can root for. Um, seeing him simply kind of take the reins from Zach 
um, with him out and really not skip a beat and provide that 20-plus points per game uh, that we weren't even really getting from Zach consistently this year um, has been nice. I mean, It's very refreshing. It's very refreshing. And obviously, Caruso does not play tonight. Right. Um, and you, you wrote an article about the uh, rumor um, or the speculation about his availability around the league um, and his lack of availability and his lack of trade availability are both kind of uh, a major concern for me. What about you? Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm lucky from this whole thing to know a couple people that cover the team and that are around it a lot and that I get to speak to and, and whatever, and just people around him know. And that is like for like what I heard is like for sure, like a hundred percent, these guys do not want to move him. They want to build this culture thing with him being involved. And like, listen, we kind of touched on this the last time we talked about it. Is it like, a, is it like a noble thing? Like, do I have a hard time trading Alex Caruso in NBA 2K? Of course, I do. I love Alex Crusoe. Everybody loves Alex Crusoe. He's the man, right? He embodies Chicago Bulls basketball. It's what I wrote over in the article at ontapsports.com. Like he, he's that blue collar guy. He's gonna. He's not afraid to die for the loose ball. He's not afraid to get hurt. He's not afraid to do any of this. This is what incompetence looks like. This is what fool's gold looks like. This whole four game win streak. To your point, because you're not bought in. Don't worry, I'm not either. That's why I wrote 500 words on it today. This is fool's gold. It's all it is. Kobe White, yeah, he's looking good. Am I excited to see development? Of course I am. Am I am I excited to see progression? Of course I am. But this, this is exactly what they do. That every fucking time, this is what they do. Zach's gone, so now we find a reason now to be like, ah, he's the problem. It's him. It's him. He's the problem. Ship him out now. We'll bring in Rui Hachimura and fucking D'Angelo Russell. Trade Demar somewhere else. Give the ball to Kobe White. Oh no, here we are again. Just good enough to be talking about a potential playing appearance while being kicked out of any sort of draft pick that you want to get. Do not be fooled at what you see. This is not a championship team. Why should the playing even excite you? It doesn't. What what, what you're seeing in this four-game stretch, and I guess five games including tonight, despite it being a loss, that should excite you is the fact that you do have a 23-year-old in Kobe White, that you do have Patrick Williams. On another team-friendly deal, too. On a team-friendly deal, who um, and uh, kudos to you for calling that a team-friendly deal during the off-season. You said so, you'd be more surprised than not if that deal not working out. So I mean, and you have Patrick Williams who's trying to earn himself a contract. Like seeing this four-game stretch, five-game stretch, including tonight um, of success and good basketball without Zach Levine um, would have me more excited to see young development. We've seen minutes for Dalen Terry in games that matter now. We've seen minutes for uh, Phillips. Like, I, I want to see these young guys get minutes. That's what's exciting to me. Um, it's not DeMar. It's not Vooch. Um, nothing about the continuity roster is exciting anymore. Um, um, what do you feel about – and I'm going to ask you, because you said it being excited. Do you at least enjoy watching Point DeMar? kind of, you know, come out there, get into the offense, kind of look to create for himself. But I feel like he's finding his teammates a lot better. I mean, they could be because they're hitting shots too a little bit there. But, I mean, 10 assists for him tonight, buddy. He's, I mean, he's he's been up there the last couple of games in assists. I'm enjoying the fact that he's more willing to shoot threes as well. Um, but I mean, this looks like San Antonio when they started getting good picks, you know? So that's good. It's good, it's good for your boy. You know what I mean? I, I Anything that is over 30 years old, I have no interest with on this roster. You know, 
I don't want DeMar to get re-signed. Am I glad that he's actually playing basketball, that he's being the consummate professional that he always has been and will be in this league? Um, Just going and earning that check. Um, Not guaranteed any money next year from the Chicago Bulls. Only guaranteed money from them this year. Um, And playing every game like it means the world. Yeah, I love that about the dude. Um, I enjoy watching it, but it doesn't excite me because I know the inevitable reality of that situation is he's going to get traded. And if he doesn't get traded, I'm going to be even more upset because it means that they paid him um, either an excessive amount of money for like one or two years or too much money over too many years. DeMar DeRozan will not be a Chicago Bull next year. I can pretty much guarantee that if he is at the deadline still, that would be very, I mean, that wouldn't be shocking because his front office hasn't really done shit. So, um, I mean, but when we were talking about Caruso, I mean, we, again, this guy is our, like we've talked about, has the best value on the team per his contract, right? As of right now. That's what's so stupid. Yeah. That's what I wrote about. The the one thing that this front office has somewhat lucked themselves into um, in one of the best contracts in the NBA being a contract that they gave to Alex Caruso, stealing him from a championship team in the Lakers. Um, like, you're not going to cash in on that value? Like, what are you going to have to pay Caruso to get him to not want to go compete with a team? He's going to be an unrestricted free agent after next year. His value is going to be cut in half um, after this season. So what are you holding on to? There's, there's nothing to hold on to there uh, other than – I guess feelings because yes, maybe be a player coach. Call Rondo, give him Billy's job. We got a problem solved. <laughs> uh, it makes no sense at all. Uh, and again, to your point, it makes there's no way to spin it positively. If any, if anybody's trying to sit in here and sell me on culture, by the time they're ready to compete again, Alex Cruz is going to be long gone with it with pieces that have come and gone because it didn't work out because this is how rebuilds go. Just because you draft somebody and sign in free agency doesn't mean they're going to be around for years. You know, I, I don't understand White, this at all. Let Kobe White and Patrick Williams and Dale and Terry, who's gotten two years with Crusoe, keep the uh, the legend of Crusoe alive and, right. uh, and bring that on. But you need to get the optimal value for him right now um, before he has an injury that's too serious to where he doesn't have value. To exactly. Him. Exactly. A couple fun stats from the night. 14 minutes for Andre Drummond. He somehow gets up 12 shots, scores nine points, and grabs 16 boards. That's a fun, one of the fun stats for the night. Um, I already read you guys Kobe's stat line. Vooch, shitty stat line of the night. Six for 16. Brooke Lopez just ate him up. Could not do it. He couldn't really do much against Brooke Lopez. Six for 16, 14 points, and 10 boards for Vooch. He had it in five assists to that as well. Patrick Williams went six for 14 in 41 minutes. He had 15 points and seven boards. There was a putback dunk he had there where he hung in the air. He paused in the air. It was really cool to see that. Um, I like his aggressiveness over the last two games. Um, That will be about all that I compliment him on. Um, I, I think that he is trying harder. I think that he something finally clicked in that young man's mind that this is his sh- shot to try to look halfway presentable in an NBA uniform, and he has not disappointed in looking halfway presentable. I mean, I've been pretty pretty content with Pat's yeah, performance. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. I, I think he's been in double digits for more than the last two games as well. 
Yeah. So that's uh, it's it's really uh, hard for me to hand out flowers of being you know double what? digits in the NBA. You can walk into ten points uh, yeah. when you're six foot nine, uh, like, like an accident. So. I mean, obviously, we we watched Drummond almost walk into it in twelve minutes. Um, so yeah, no, to 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 that point, I, I want to keep seeing what we're seeing from Pat. Kobe's still the storyline for me, but their success is ultimately what matters. All the young, yeah, all the young yeah, dudes that are playing on the team. Right. Uh, weird stat line. Iota Sumu, 26 minutes. Tony Snell line, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, He did have one personal foul. He was a plus two and a plus minus. So he did contribute. All right. All right. So that's what I like to hear. All right. Next game, Goose. Tomorrow night, we've got back-to-back, and it's against the Denver Nuggets. Um I am so glad that this schedule is going to humble AK in their play-in roster. Oh, that dude, and that and that that's a that this is it is a horrible thing for me to say because it's going to piss off the people that get pissed off very easily. Um, this win streak against teams that were probably in their tier was uh, fun. It was fun to see the the young guys go off, but you're going to walk into Miami and, and you're getting ready to to, to take on Denver here. And it doesn't get any easier. So, um, yeah, have fun with that, AK. Enjoy the humble pie for the holidays. Yeah. Dude, they – oh, my goodness. I don't want to even fucking deal with that. Their schedule over the next couple is rough, dude. So, they got Denver. Owned. Yeah, they got Denver. Then they got back-to-back in Miami. Then Philly. Then the Lakers on the 20th, and then San Antonio on the 21st. So, I mean, these next couple games suck, and December 15th is right around the corner here. I mean, it's month. What is that? December 15th, Friday? Yeah. I mean, no, it's probably going to be January. Nobody wants Zach but the Lakers. And, And, like, all the reports that you read, teams are like, well, why would we want Zach Levine when we could have DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso for the same salary value? I, I didn't see if it was um, legit or not, but I saw, you know, that that baiting um, Twitter account, you know, the diehard Bulls one uh, put out. Like, I saw something on Facebook when I was scrolling on Facebook. I had a notification, so I opened Facebook and I was scrolling. Diehard Chicago Bulls guy said that uh, Sham said that Toronto was interested in Levine, but I just don't think that could be the case. They got OG over there, Scotty Barnes. Yeah, no. Unless yeah. it was like a three-team deal where Siakam was going out and Zach's salary was going there. Yeah. Because uh, they're not looking to resign him or he's not looking to resign there. Um, and you're adding Zach to Scotty Barnes and OG instead of trading OG as well as Siakam. I'm not really sure how that really lines up. It's a good comment by Hank there. I'm not going to read it. So the people that are listening on the YouTube, you go to the 19-minute uh, and three-second mark and you check that out. All right. Yeah, I don't think I think it's a bullshit trade, too. I don't know, man. Detroit's lost 20 in a row. Maybe they want to try to shake something up. I mean, at that, at that point, though, why would you trade for them during the season? You'd want to deal more in the offseason. Your season's already over. You've lost 20 games in a row. To build more continuity. Detroit wants to do that, too. Detroit doesn't give a shit about continuity. Detroit yeah, cares about a draft pick right now. Same sure. way San Antonio, who, who was apparently rumored to have interest in Zach, they don't give a shit. Um, they don't want Zach either. I don't even want Zach. No, that's that's what's jacked right now, man. 
That's <laughs> what's checked right now, man. It's getting deep. I, I felt the pain in your voice. This whole scenario has just lined up to our worst nightmare when Zach signed with Clutch Sports and re-signed with the Bulls, and that was at some point Zach was going to get routed to LeBron James to try to save him. You've been saying it for a long time. And it's what is about to fucking happen. Um, That's fine. Go ahead and help him. Go ahead and help Brad. Whatever. Fuck it. Just, you know what, dude? I'm not, I don't care. I'm not leaving that table without Austin Reeves if I'm AK. But they're such dumbasses. They're going to. Even that, man. Like, I, mean, I, I, guess, I guess you get the second great white hope in a row from the Lakers, and that maybe that makes you happy. You got Caruso and Austin Reeves from them. Um, and I guess after his flu game for them in the uh, in season time. tournament, that was big time. Yeah, uh, twenty eight points. I believe twenty eight points off the fucking bench in a in a high leverage game where you win money. I've never seen Zach Levine do anything like that in a high leverage game. Then why are the why do the Lakers want Zach Levine? Why? Because LeBron wants him. LeBron's dumb. This is true. I mean, I love like look, 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 look. I respect LeBron James these days. Right? He's seventy three no, I mean, years old. LeBron, and he's still like, calling. LeBron, like Michael Jordan, sucks at building teams. But why did LeBron think Russell Westbrook would be a good fit with him? You and I knew from the beginning that was a horrid decision. What when LeBron wanted D Rose? Remember that after coming off the ACL in Cleveland? Horrid decision. Horrid. He's made. He likes the people he likes. He wants them fucking play on a team with him. That's what he wants to do. Doesn't matter if they're a good fit alongside the fucking guy. I mean, but he wants Zach, and Zach probably would be a good fit for him. I mean, yeah, him, Zach, and AD sounds fun, especially They're still going to fucking lose to Phoenix and... or Denver. No, I mean, to be honest with you, I'd, I would be pretty scared of like a, a Zach Reddish, LeBron, Vando, AD lineup. Like, that's, that's pretty intimidating. Well, they're just going to have to hope, put Zach in the That might be the one time that Zach is content and standing over the corner. Because uh, that's all he's going to be able to do. He's not going to be able to do anything else. I mean, what's he going to do? Tell LeBron that he should have the right. ball? Yeah, right. You can tell LeBron James and, like, that you want the ball. Over and over again. Right. The scenario where Zach actually has an established hierarchy where he isn't enabled to be um, king shit and he doesn't think that he has to be that in order for the team to win is probably the best case scenario for him. And LeBron is definitely the person to put you in your place. But we still got another month and four days. Which yeah, it's so funny. I got it. It's so annoying. it's so funny and convenient that his his injury just lines up like, oh, yep, my foot is gonna be sore until January fifteenth. Oh yeah, dude, the the love that I've lost for him, it, like, and you know what? Again, he was never one, like my favorites. All right, but like, I was did never even I... in your top five on the current roster. So, <laughs> I mean, at least nobody can question whether or not you've ever felt this way about him leaving. Oh man, I know, I know, and I, I'm usually a pretty upbeat guy. You know, like I'm usually pretty no, positive. You're usually pretty Homer strong in some ways yeah. too, and you just always sit. We're like, no, Zach's not even in my top five. Like that always blew my mind. Like this team's max player, the guy that makes the most money, generally scored the most points on the team long before Demar got here. Um, not even in your top. No, oh, fucking dark years, man. Like, he's an empty. I, listen to me. I so badly had wanted to put out a tweet one time because, and I want to re- reiterate, I was pro sign him to the max because I don't want to lose him for nothing. They want to lose him. 
Yeah, I didn't want to lose him for nothing, all right? I wanted to fucking keep the guy around. But I had contemplated one time putting out a tweet that he was like Monte Ellis. And I remember one a few of those tweets out there. And there are, and those people were fucking ripped to shreds when he got to the, I mean, ripped to shreds when he got to the all-star game. And I was kind of like, you know, I'm kind of glad I didn't say anything. Cause like when people talk shit online, it makes me sad. Sometimes I want to punch them in the fucking head. So like, you know, I just, it's the real in me. I can't handle it. But you know, like I'm, I just wanted to put that out there. And then he pulls this shit, and it's what it is. It's you're an empty calorie score. You're just fucking very talented. You scored, you could score in bunches, but your IQ for the basketball ain't all that. Your ball handling ain't all that. Detroit, the team that we're talking about losing 15, 16, 17, 18 games in a row is the team that he lost to putting up his career high 51 points, though. So that, that is the epitome of his career to this point. It uh, is. In the season that you are trying to get traded, you dropped 51 in a loss to the Detroit Pistons in a basketball out. game to save their life. And, and, and this is the thing, too. Like, again, I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but he has he's walked into very bad situations. All right, Minnesota was, was a dumpster fire. Okay, he came over here. They thought fucking Hoiberg was it, and uh, then they thought Jim – Outside of being dealt $40 million, Zach has been dealt a rather shitty hand he in really has. terms yeah. of team situations. Right. Um, until the Bulls decided to build a roster around him, unfortunately for him, they just did a horrible job of that. But with all that being said, I mean, I do think that this is a, the perfect shit storm. If you're a trailer park boys guy, like a shit hawk, that's what this is here. It's what, it's what this is, man. It's the perfect storm of just incompetent franchises with – Guy that is somewhat talented, but not the guy. You're going to get a $40 million plus 15% trade kicker and right. end up in Los Angeles where you want to be with LeBron James. And that's Look what's going to happen. He's going to get what he wants and what LeBron wants and what Clutch wants, and then the Bulls are just going to be sitting here because of Jerry Reinsdorf with incompetency, fans like you and I who just want to somehow get lucky. Because you know what? When they drafted Rose, they were lucky. It's the only fucking time they've been lucky. And it worked. It was until... the last time that I thoroughly enjoyed Bulls basketball. Yeah, that was the last time that I thought that we were going. I thought we could win a championship, like legitimately. And that was competing with LeBron super teams, right? And that thought was in my head. I want that feeling again. I want that kind of irrational confidence that I'm going to beat arguably one of the top best ever. I can't even say the words; they just don't come out of my mouth right when I try well, to I'm, say I'm, his I'm name. I'm glad we're talking about it like this because this is the but, goal. But no, that is the goal. That's that is the only feeling I ever want when I watch my sports team. And this is my favorite sports team. So so don't mess around with my emotions and sell me continuity and 33-year-old guys who sometimes can play basketball at a high level. Um I'm done with it. Like you had the B list over 30 guys, you put them together around one guy who nobody was ever really even sure could be the guy. And now we know that he's not the guy. Those aren't the the support guys. Um, one of them ended up being Batman instead of being Robin and Damar anyway. Um, you got to break this up and stop hanging up the phone and telling people no if they're not asking you about Zach Levine. Like, that just makes this worse. Everybody wants to compete because that's more fun than losing. 
Uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, if you get upset that I am Team Tank and that Goose is, while we do have differing opinions on things, we are both for the greater good, and that's of not being a fucking loser, and we want championships. That's what we want here. So, you know, yeah, the play-in's fun when your fucking team's not in it. When your team has a guaranteed spot, that's when it's fun. That's top six shit. That's fun. When you're actually really competing and being a, a play-in. Huh? This goal, the goalpost has gone so far backwards from the beginning of this oh, roster being of course. put together. Of course, we went from trying to be actual contenders to uh, making it to the second round of the playoffs to now just making it to the first round of the playoffs. This is the, the final year of this, and our goal has gone so far backwards that we are now just complacent with being a playing team. We're getting excited about it. We didn't. We looked horrible all well, that, year. That's what happens when you're socially conditioned to fucking think that just getting to the dance is the best thing. And that's a, that's exactly what every Jerry Reinsdorf you know diehard fan is. Socially I, sorry, conditioned. Sorry, so many people never went to the dance themselves, and they 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 need this. But we don't just want to be at the dance. We we want the crown, or we don't want to be there. It don't matter. Hundred percent. I want to be in there and fucking lose. Okay. No. no. I want to be there and win. So fuck your perennial playoff appearances or play-in appearances. Let's go get a championship tanking. Let's get some of this young talent that's coming out in these drafts and try to make some noise in the free agency and, and make people think, like, okay, you know what? Yeah, we tried here. We blew it up. Do you want to be the next young superstar? Because here we are. The Bulls are open for business. We're going after young players, and if you want to join it, come on with us. And that's what they need to do. Make them cool again. Mark Eversley, do something. So, yeah, I think you're ghost half the fucking time. The the, the four game win streak didn't make me feel cool. So no, and I'm glad to come and bring this. Uh, you know, yeah, they played very well tonight, everybody. So when I get yelled at after this, is like you see how they played? You see? Yeah, regular just, season basketball. Great. Give me 33 points from Kobe White every night in a loss, and for the rest of the year, let's do it. And I'll take that out. Want that draft position? Closing thoughts, Goose. Closing thoughts. Kobe White. 33 points every night. Give me an L. Those were closing thoughts. I have nothing to add. We'll see you tomorrow night after the Bulls take on the Nuggets. Keep taking.